Let's be completely honest. Writing paragraphs are hard. It can be tricky for adults, so imagine how students feel. A major part of the battle is that our students just don't understand how a paragraph works. Hence, 25 sentences streaming down that one piece of paper. So if you are ready to make that a thing of the past, today's episode is for you. I'm going to share tips to implement when it comes to paragraph writing. Before we go inside, I would like to encourage you, if you are a lover of the Literacy Dive podcast, please take a moment to rate and review this show. Also, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss any of the episodes. I really appreciate you listening in. Now, if you're ready to learn about paragraph writing, I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Literacy Dive podcast, where we dive into all things reading and writing each week. Now, this week, we are going to chat about paragraph writing and what we can do to support our students and help them to find success. Like all things, this process does not happen overnight, but also, like all things, with explicit teaching, with routine practice, with consistency and accountability, progress and mastery can and will follow. So in order to write a strong paragraph, it is important that students understand the four necessary elements and they need to understand how each one contributes to the whole, which is that complete paragraph. The four components I'm going to touch on are unity, order, coherence, and completeness. So what is a paragraph? It is important that students know what a paragraph is. Students need to understand that paragraphs are comprised of sentences, but not random sentences, and this is major. A paragraph is a group of sentences that are organized around a central idea or a central topic. The paragraph should focus on one idea, and when a new idea is presented, that will be a new paragraph. It is so important for students to realize that a focused paragraph should keep all readers on a path, straightforward, no detours, no bumps, no curves, straightforward and focused. All right, so let's dive right in to how to even write a paragraph. Now, while I could go on and on and on about paragraphs, I am sticking to the fundamentals and the basics right now for this episode. A basic paragraph structure usually consists of five to six sentences, the topic sentence, three to four supporting sentences, and then a concluding sentence. But the secret in this paragraph coming together lies in the unity, the order, the coherence, and the completeness. Paragraphs should be regularly modeled by you in order for students to begin taking on the techniques in their own writing. The first component is unity. Now, the prefix uni means one. This automatically helps students to remember that the paragraph needs one topic sentence. 
Every paragraph needs to have one single idea that is expressed in that topic sentence. Although the topic sentence does not have to be that very first sentence as we writing teachers know, with students learning this new structure, I make that a non-negotiable. It comes first. The sentences to come will support the main idea. I like to use main idea as an interchangeable word for topic sentence because we practice that in reading. I teach students that a paragraph must be unified about the topic sentence or main idea and that the supporting sentences or supporting details will tie in directly to that first sentence. Sometimes we have to use the backward design method with our students, which is having your students begin by sharing all the points they want to make. For example, let's say that three details are, one, insects use antennas to smell and feel for food. Two, their long legs point in different directions for balance. And three, they shed a leg to save their lives. Once we have the details, students can then create a theme which will become their topic sentence. So you'll want them to decide which point drives the rest of their ideas, and that's going to be their topic sentence. And in this case, all three of their details are linking together to support that insects use their bodies to help themselves. This is also a great time to teach an elimination method, and that is where they will share a point of support that they are passionate about, but maybe it doesn't fit with the other details or topic that is chosen. I love this method because we practice this all the time with revising during the writing block. Students will begin to understand that that sentence needs to be in a different paragraph. We don't want to encourage paragraph stuffing, I like to call it. Let's just move that unneeded sentence to the proper place, which is the new paragraph. Then we can build other supporting sentences to make it complete. That's what I love to say to my students. And this process will take time, but with practice, it will get easier. Next, we focus on order. This is where we focus on organization. It is super important to spend time on organizing the sentences of support. The structure of how you can teach students to organize their supporting sentences can include order of importance, it can include chronological order, or another format in which it structures the details. I spend a lot of time on this. A strong paragraph needs, 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 needs organization in order for the reader to follow and comprehend what is trying to be expressed. I like to have children ask these questions to themselves. Can my reader follow along easily? Can my reader grasp my meaning? Would my reader be confused? These are also great questions for peer review that comes later. Other students can provide feedback in terms of if they followed easily, grasped the concept well, and was not confused. Third, we will focus on the idea of coherence. This focuses on the quality of writing. It makes writing understandable and digestible. The sentences need to be the puzzle pieces, and when placed together, it creates the whole puzzle image, the paragraph. During this part of the paragraph construction, the focus remains within the usage of transition words. Transition words help move from one sentence to the next, 
and the basic ways that I have learned to use transition words that I find beneficial for ensuring students understand are how to show order, spatial relationships, or logic. These words include words like first, second, third, last, above, in between, below, in addition, to continue, in fact, or furthermore. All of those types of words I find students are more apt to learn and to understand because they might even see them in their reading or they might even use them in day-to-day conversation. So those are the transition words that I personally like to focus on when starting the whole idea of coherence. There are so many transition words that can be appropriate for student writing depending on the main purpose for their writing. And just like when speaking, transition words help guide the flow of a conversation. They will help students when given exposure and used in writing. And a great way to expose students to transition words is to use a book, using an article, or using different types of district-approved or state-approved writing samples. But these mentor examples will help to make this concept a bit more concrete. Do not miss out on opportunities to take the time to explain transition words, look for transition words, and allow students to identify, notice transition words, and similar to sentence stems, and you know I love a good sentence stem, and if you want to learn more about that, I speak all about my love for those in episode 15. But just like with sentence stems, give your students the words that you want them to use. Let your students borrow from your bank of words so they don't have to get defeated trying to think of all of these transition words on their own. The other part of coherent writing is focusing on sentence structure, using consistent verb tenses, which should agree with the subject. And this is a major part of understanding any piece of writing and avoiding confusion. Point of view is also really important. If a student is writing a personal narrative piece, they should be writing from first point of view. And if it is a general narrative, maybe it's written in third person. Whereas if they are writing a persuasive piece, then they are most likely writing in second point of view. So this is critical in coherency, and we spend a lot of time understanding the importance that point of view plays when it comes to paragraph writing. Now, the final component is completeness. This is when we celebrate a well-developed paragraph. And I want to be quick to mention, I personally do not focus on spelling errors right now. This is an added layer of pressure, and that can impact this paragraph writing process. There will be a time and a place for editing, but during the construction phase, I do not touch lowercase. I don't touch on a missing comma or a lack of an apostrophe. I tell my students that if their three to four sentences clearly support the main idea or topic sentence, then the paragraph is complete. Many times I will hear, wait, that's it? Like, it's complete? They are so surprised. I mean, when it is structured in manageable steps, the paragraph writing becomes less frightening and your students are going to be more willing to try and put these sentences together. I do explain, however, at the same time that if there is not enough sentences or if there is a lack of information to effectively support the topic sentence, then that paragraph is incomplete. 
and it needs a bit more work. At the start of beginning intentional paragraph writing, I set the goal of three supporting sentences in addition to their topic and concluding sentence. If students can provide three sentences of support, we can assume that there is adequate information present in any given paragraph. To make the paragraph complete, the simplest way to make it easy for students is to have them summarize the main idea, that topic sentence. In the beginning, I am completely okay with them reinforcing the topic sentence by slightly rewording or just restating it. And once they get the hang of the structure, they can become riskier and more creative with their conclusions. I have had great success with slow and steady winning our paragraph race. Hey teachers, I'm interrupting this episode for a quick moment because if you're listening to this podcast, then I'll bet you have students who dread writing time. Or maybe you are out of ideas, time, and energy when it comes to planning your writing block. You work so hard, so for once, give yourself the gift of having the planning done for you. My monthly writing prompts are trusted by hundreds of teachers and are a no-prep way to spark your students' interest in writing while highlighting special days that occur worldwide. The best part? There's a prompt for every single day of the year. Did I mention that it's already done for you? So what are you waiting for? Head to theliteracydive.com slash prompts to grab your year-long bundle of writing prompts. So now that we understand the four components of creating these paragraphs, how can you get this started within your classrooms? Paragraph writing takes patience, but here are a few things that you can do. Number one, allow students to write about what they like and what they know. This allows their focus to be on practicing the structure of keeping the writing process in four components in mind not with trying to retrieve unfamiliar information. Number two, do not focus on an entire essay with introduction, three supporting paragraphs, and a conclusion. Provide students with a prompt that only requires them to answer the question with one paragraph. For instance, ask them to write about which season is their favorite and explain why. Or ask them to write about how to make a pizza or something simple that helps to reinforce transition words. Or you could have them write about their favorite activity at recess. These are questions or prompts that have answers. They have answers to them and they can support their answers with the why. We do not need to complicate this practice time. And number three is partner practice. This is unfamiliar territory for so many students, so allowing them to navigate paragraph writing with a buddy and having that support available helps them more than you know. So for this, I would pair a higher achieving student with a student who needs more support, or I would pair two average achievers together. This allows the higher achieving student to thrive when having to explain and teach this process to someone. And it also ensures that your lower students are well taken care of if you cannot work alongside them. 
if you pair two average students together, that's going to allow them to equally tackle a paragraph. And this will free you up for pulling a small group of students who really need your extra support. Topics that I like for partner practice are a recall of information that we learned in a whole group time together or an interesting topic about animals or school or food, like write about how to take care of a dog or a fish or a cat. Write about ways that learning math or science or reading helps people in their lives or describe the properties of a banana, watermelon, or hot dog. Just a topic that both partners will have background knowledge on and they can be able to contribute to that topic to write that paragraph together. And number four, providing paragraph stems for student reference. Similar to sentence stems, this is where you will write up the structure of the paragraph. This helps to support your students to independently master that paragraph. You will give them the wording and the structure, and they will be required to fill in the blanks. I love this method. Again, supporting your students is never a bad thing. I just love talking about paragraph writing and supporting students. So to wrap this up, I just want to give a quick recap that writing paragraphs takes time. But students can be successful. You as their teacher can be successful. We must focus on the four essential components to writing that paragraph. Unity, order, coherence, and completeness. You can provide practice in your classrooms by allowing students to write about what they like and what they know not focusing on full-page essays, but rather single paragraphs, practicing with intentional partnerships, and providing paragraph stems for student reference. Encourage your students to develop clear topic sentences and to cross-check, ensuring that every supporting sentence connects beautifully. Encourage students to write those sentences in proper order, achieve coherence by using the correct combination of transition words, and to attain completeness by concluding their paragraph. Enjoy the journey of paragraph writing. Be thorough, consistent, and intentional. In no time, your students will be writing their own strong paragraphs. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.